Hello, and welcome to the Hunter's Hub. I'm sorry if I look confused. My dog was doing something weird in the background. Um, <laughs> this is uh, your host, Fortuan, uh, joined by co-host Sasha. How are we doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Nice and relaxed. All things good. Uh, and Ace, how you doing, bud? Doing good. I am uh, somewhat rested, as you know. Woke up two hours ago, well, two and a half hours ago, and then re-woke up like an hour ago. Right. Like I was saying, I got up at 7.30 today because I wanted to do some stuff. Once I realized I had some time before I had to leave, I took a nap, which I normally don't willingly do so, but I did. And, uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good after that. Because mm-hmm. you think getting up 7.30 on a Saturday, that would be, I don't know, most people wouldn't like that. But I was like, you know what? I got some stuff done. Did some uh, Monster Hunter farming instead of watching a movie I wanted to watch and then went to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I've been slowly working through the content on the update. I'm so. already done-ish. I've already crown hunted everything. Okay, Mr. Show Off. It wasn't a lot. Like, I, I that that's one of the things that, you know, we might talk about tonight is because we're doing gaming news is uh, the update for Sunbreak, update one. And while, yes, a lot of people pointed out, and I agree, previous updates had one monster a lot of the times. Um, also, when we got in a massive expansion, uh, we had 30 monsters and not 15. So, to me, they're still playing catch-up. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, could be tied to... COVID. You know, COVID stuff. Yeah, and appara- of course. And possibly the... Possibly monkeypox stuff going on, since apparently yeah. that's growing as an issue. Yep, I've heard about that too. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll get mean... into that, but we have other other game news to get into as well. Um, gonna be honest, don't know where Morg is. Uh, didn't hear anything from him, so he might pop in. We don't know. So look out for that. We could be flying in from Canada as we speak. <laughs> yeah. So... Um... I mean, speaking of COVID too, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you saw, but the CDC is essentially did like the governmental version of like mom going, fine, do whatever you want. Oh. Cause they relaxed all the restrictions and stuff. And apparently it's no longer like required that you have to like self isolate or whatever. If you're sick or you're like, you're being really? tested or something like that i'd have to look to see exactly what it is but yeah they essentially just step back and they're like fine fucking do whatever see, see what it gets you huh that's I hate it here troubling so, so i expect we might uh see a uh, resurgence coming since uh you know one of my friends recently to do the right thing. got a got a new strand of it recently oh boy yeah uh our friend our friend finally i haven't seen this guy in person for three years so i'm safe he does live nearby like so far andrea and i have like avoided it through this whole entire ordeal um when 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 i had it we got it through a customer through one of the sawmills so yeah despite uh Several uh, friends and family members being a bit uh, selfish in their behavior. Yes. 
because like her uh at one point her uncle and aunt were uh sick and suspecting that they had it mm-hmm. but they weren't getting tested and not telling people uh, no they told people but they weren't mm-hmm. getting tested and it's like why like what if it turns out you get one of the one of the strains that is like super bad and it destroys you and kills you yeah like when I ended up having it, I went in to the doctor the ER for a sore throat, and I didn't know that that was one of the symptoms at the time, but it was with mm-hmm. the that particular strand. It wasn't with the other strands, as far as I remember. And I was mm-hmm. like, it feels like I'm swallowing glass. And they're like, well, either you have, you know, something else going on, or you have COVID. And I was like, seriously? Like, yeah, if it gets, you can get COVID in your, you know, your throat. And I was like, Okay, so, and that's what it ended up being, is that. So, and then, and I was vaccinated. Yeah, still am, obviously, but I was vaccinated at the time, and I was up to date, and I still got it. But uh, but apparently that, you know, reduces the symptoms, not gets rid of them. And, yeah, yeah, it was a a terrible time. It is not the worst sickness I have ever had. That would be the flu. The flu was much worse than I had a couple years before that. But our friend Sam, she unfortunately got it twice, but has managed to survive it. She said both times it was like the worst she's had. So it really, it's unfortunate that it varies too, because then that, mm-hmm. it's hard to pin that down. really like, well, not only that, but then like, excuse me, drinking sparkling water, um, that really for like, the deniers and stuff like that really paints itself as evidence of like, Oh, it's not that serious. Mm. And it's like, I mean, what we're at a million deaths now. More than I would say it's kind of serious. It's yeah, it is very serious. So yeah, but we're, we're here to talk about video game news. What, what are you doing? Uh, just a second. Oh, I forget you record Keep... on your phone. I was like, what are you? Yeah. This is like you're just poking the camera. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You record on your phone. Uh, um, so uh, so video game news. Um, I will I will lead us off tonight and talk about what I initially talked about last week when we talked about what we were going to talk about. Um, and the whole Microsoft uh downplaying and 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 um underballing blizzard's worth uh you know talking down about blizzard because they're trying to buy them blizzard activision i would say so i actually watched the video and saw some articles (coughs) this is still ongoing there was more news about it today that i saw um so it is still the approval uh, for Microsoft to buy out um, Activision Blizzard has yet to go through. It is still under review. And Sony is making a big deal about it because Sony doesn't want the deal to go through. So, in response, Microsoft uh, said it's n- basically a, something akin to they don't offer anything unique in the industry, us buying them is not really that big of a deal. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Like it's the that's super underballing Activision Blizzard because wh- what are you getting? And it, why would you want to buy it if they don't offer anything for, unique? Why do you want to buy it? Precisely. Right. And Sony's argument is that a Call of Duty is a big enough franchise that it becoming console exclusive to Xbox will actively hurt that'd, Sony. That that'd be like that'd be like the Bears trying to trade for Aaron Rodgers and being like, "Oh no, he's just a washed up quarterback." Okay, then why are you trying to trade for him? Like you, What the fuck do you mean he's a washed up quarterback? Do you do you get that metaphor, Sasha? Cuz I, I I don't. I got it. Yeah. Okay. He's our he's our quarterback in Green Bay. Okay. And like Chicago is like a rival of ours, so Gotcha. Paying it through that lens. And like Aaron Rodgers has been one of the better reviewed quarterbacks in the NFL. Sure. For the last several years. I don't know. I'd, otherwise The only one Tom I know Brady. I know exactly two quarterbacks in the history, and that is um Peyton Manning and Dan Marino. That's it. Uh, Peyton Manning, what a what a wonderful character! I don't know anything other than he was a quarterback. I can I can divulge the information after the show if you would like. <laughs> I I I understand how football is played. I do not follow the sport, nor do I. Oh, it has has nothing to do with how the sport is played. I uh, I am sure that there are some things of him as a character that you didn't enjoy. Well, we can get into it later. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. So, they're super underballing the idea of buying Activision Blizzard, despite the, the enormous amount of money that they're trying to buy them for. Um, mm-hmm. And Sony is like, no, that is a big deal. Like, that will actively, like, Call of Duty alone is a big enough franchise to make this a problem. But, yeah. Like, if just either or, Activision or Blizzard has IPs that are insanely good to have, mm-hmm. right? My bias of Diablo aside, World of Warcraft is insanely good to have as a company. Well, isn't Overwatch? Yeah. Or what's the... Yeah, it Overwatch is Overwatch, is also right? Blizzard. Yeah. Overwatch is and also, also a Blizzard isn't title. League of Legends part of theirs, too? No, League of Legends is Riot Games, and Riot Games okay. is owned and hundred percent by Tencent. Which Hearthstone is... is pretty popular too, okay. or used to uh, yeah. be, right? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it is. Hearth- Hearthstone is still pretty popular as well. Uh, it's another, you know, War- Warcraft IP as well. You know, it's an IP within an IP, but it's still huge. But I mean, like when we're talking yeah, about is... trailblazing games in their genre, Blizzard is doing that and has always done that historically. Yes. Yes. All right. Second metaphor time. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like <laughs> It's a bit like McDonald's is trying to buy Burger King and Wendy's is going, "What the fuck?" Yes. I could see that. However, <laughs> it would not be a monopoly on burgers. There are many other burger joints. This is feeling yeah. like a monopoly because, well, we talked about this, you know, when this news originally yeah. came up, how many American AAA developers are left that aren't under the uh, Microsoft umbrella if this goes through? 
it's EA and WB, and that's all I can think of. WB. What? Do you just have there. a problem with everybody today? Like, <laughs> well, have you not seen the stuff that's been going down lately with them? Pretending no, like, like Ezra Miller is not a menace to society. Who's right, Ezra? Like, Mi- I don't even know who Ezra Miller the is. The Flash. Ezra Miller is the Flash. Oh, in, yeah. In the DCEU stuff. Um, yeah, no, I did hear that. They yes. currently have been accused of various crimes, like kidnapping, like orchestrating a cult, apparently violent assault, I think, is one of them. And they've been on the run from the law for, like, months now. Um, and just recently, uh, they the company decided to cancel, I believe it was Batwoman, which was nearly complete. Batgirl. And then the Batgirl they movie. also... Co- Batgirl movie, and then uh, Supergirl or mm. Superwoman, Supergirl. They canceled that, and so like, just completely like disintegrated the work of how many people, and it's just like Ezra Miller who, when it comes to all this stuff that's going on, mm. and it's like they they seemingly have done this because the movie didn't test do well with test audiences. And it's like, okay. And who were those test audiences? Like, yeah. Test audiences. I feel are a very useless metric at times to rate the, the possible success or inherent value of a video game and, or, movie so like i gotcha well i'm kind of like i'd rather you not just like toss the work the hard work of like probably hundreds if not thousands of people to the wayside just because a small group of people were like meh yeah well you guys keep talking i gotta go to the bathroom real real quick I'll be right back. Okay. But yeah, Sasha, that might also be stemming from, uh, you know, that's one of the, one of the reasons why EA shut down, uh, um, frickin', uh, the original developer of, uh, Dead Space. I don't know why I'm blanking on them. Visceral Games. Because they were apparently working on, like, a single-player story-based Star Wars game, and apparently it didn't do well with test audiences, and so they scrapped the game and then shut down Visceral Games, and it's like, who the fuck are the test audiences? I f- like, I feel like that's such a waste and misuse of resources, because you're right, it's gotta be like thousands of people. So I rolled credits on Tiny Tina, and it painstakingly took forever for it to roll through all the credits even in super speed because it was just thousands of people working on one game one mm-hmm. game so how many people in like, a movie how many people on that i'm like who is the who are the test audiences like are they comprised of like fans of the series have you checked to see if these fans are like gatekeepers of it sticking 100 percent to the comics and stuff like that like well, are they what metric are they... Why are you using, like, 
a random assortment of people as a metric for the game. Why not just, or the movie, why not just make the game or the movie? I understand that you want it to be profitable, but like, that's the thing. If you don't take a chance, you might not be capturing lightning in a bottle. And if you just put out something that flops, okay, lesson learned. Like, I wonder if they're trying to avoid things like being a joke like the Morbius movie. I mean, like, could like, it, it, could it in possibly my eyes, be that bad? In my eyes, I don't know if this, like, this Batgirl movie was supposed to connect to, like, the TV shows or if it's supposed to connect to the cinematic universe. But if it's supposed to connect to the cinematic universe, then they're further shooting themselves in the foot, in my opinion, because they've been a joke. Because they they have not put in the legwork like Marvel did with their the whole entire Infinity Saga. They're just trying to achieve the success without putting in any of the legwork. I feel like what they're avoiding is the enormous pressure that went into when they announced Wonder Woman. There's this idea of like, mm-hmm. if Wonder Woman is not a success, we're not going to get another female led title from DC for another, you know, 10, 20 years. Right. So Wonder Woman comes mm-hmm. out. It's huge. It's amazing. Wonder Woman sequel comes out. Not so well received. So then we do test audiences again for Batgirl. Is it is it going to be bad that they're avoiding dropping it so that we don't lose this opportunity for a more diverse leading leading cast rather than it just being another Batman reboot? Here's another Superman movie. Here's another Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I said, I think this is just like if... I I would have to do more research to see which, if it's supposed to be its own thing or it's supposed to connect to one of those two entities. I know that, I didn't they have like a crossover with like the Flash where Ezra Miller appeared on the show or something like that, I thought. Maybe. But in any case, like, like it, I think it's just doing a disservice to what they're trying to do in the first place, which is be successful I- and to... I just think they don't know what their stories. tone is. They they haven't been able to identify right. that like consistently between each one of these like individual movies, TV shows. They're all tonally very different. And then so then how do you mm-hmm. bring that all together? Like I think the only way you can really compare that is in Marvel. Think about like how poorly received Thor two was. Like, thematically so much different Mm -hmm. than the other, like, movies, even across the different franchises within Marvel up to that point. Oh, so you mean, like, mm -hmm. Morg's favorite Thor movie? I mean, Dark World is also one of my favorites, but I I really like Ragnarok. But anyway, I think that the problem in DC is everything is totally different. Everything is. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. even if you have a crossover, like... It feels a little bit more like uh, Super Smash Brothers than, you know, Avengers. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sort of to reiterate for it, uh, I was saying them canceling the Batgirl movie and Supergirl movies 
is doing a disservice to them and the goals they're trying to achieve because whether it connects to the shows or Mm -hmm. to the DCEU, especially if it connects to the DCEU, they're doing a disservice to that end and trying to get that to be successful because as I've, I've stated since it began, like they have not put in the legwork that Marvel did with their infinity saga. Like no, they have not laid the groundwork for all these different characters and all these different, you know, communities and backgrounds to tie in together and to come together to the, to face uh dark side and stuff like that. And I feel like that's the problem. Sloppier. I think that's the problem is that in DC there's, I guess there are some big storylines in the source material that include people oh, yeah. like justice league. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel like Marvel has a lot more options <laughs> in their source material to have this kind of epic weaving of the, of the story to come to this point where like, uh, mm-hmm. As a DC fan, I was never into Superman. So this whole like dark side being our penultimate bad guy is yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's whatever to me. I would rather see something like Death in the Family put on screen in an epic weaving of like here we're mm-hmm. going to follow Batgirl for a little bit so that we can get invested in her so that when what happens in Death in the Family happens, it hits, it punches. Mm-hmm. I think um, they do very well um, with the sort of short movies they do. There's a lot of them on Netflix, uh, like the like killing, the animated. yeah, yeah, the the killing joke yeah. um, was a good one. Red Mask. Um, yeah, I've always felt that the animated movies from DC are far better than the live action ones, and I right, I felt like they should have made that their focal points. Except but. for Shazam. I love Shazam. Mm-hmm. Shazam was beautiful. Also, one of my favorite actors, like I've said before. But So, take that into account. Must but, not be um, so much of a favorite funny. if you abandon him in the wasteland. I never funny, met him. Funny <laughs> never got as, that far. Funny aside, <laughs> funny aside about uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah. Um. So, as you know, like, Andrea and I have been uh, slowly re-watching Chuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I've, I've been enjoying the show, but uh, a while ago she, she pointed out to me how uh, in, like, some interview he, f- he apparently stated something along the lines of, like, I don't feel like there's enough uh, Christian values in TV and cinema today. And she was like... Does that ruin ruin him a bit for you? And I'm like, uh, maybe a little bit. So like, as we've as we've been going through Chuck, whenever they have like a, a wandering gaze scene where it like focuses on like the female body, or like Chuck is like put in a situation where he's like awkwardly staring at some woman or something like that, mm. I just will like turn to her and I'm like christian values okay but there's a huge gap between the artists and i i I understand that it's just like a it's just a fun little in joke that we have okay i get you i get you 
I will say his uh, underdog movie would probably be fit more in line with what he said. Do you guys see that American mm. Underdog? Nope. It's actually really good. No, but I. Th- it's what the Rams, right? Yeah, or it's some it it's some like story a about a famous team? player who was supposedly <clears throat> too old to play. And from yeah, I think mm. the Rams and. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, actually I really think... good. As much as I don't follow football, football movies could tend to be pretty great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Remember the Titans is still one of my favorite sports movies. I mean, I love The Replacements, and that's just that's just hilarious to me, that movie. Mm-hmm. So, in other gaming news, have you ever wanted to play as a cartoonishly murderous squirrel? Yes. Uh, you mean Conquer? No. There is a new, like photorealistic ish looking game mm-hmm. where you can play as a squirrel that can pick up handguns and shoot them. Uh is it it won the size of the squirrel? Yeah, it's like real realistic size. And it's like cartoonishly holding itself and holding the gun up and then is like doing like a wide legged run. Uh and then there's like I think there's like a Uzi that you can use, but like since it's like an automatic, it like launches you up into the air. Okay. Let me uh I mean I wasn't totally done with the whole Sony versus Xbox thing. But we, we, we can, can we can go back, but Yeah. This has been a... cuz I've seen clips of it popping up and I'm just like, oh now, no. Is what is this like a Steam game or? I uh, I believe it is because it, I believe it's a indie developer. Sure. Me. Where are you, squirrel? So murderous squirrel. You weren't talking about Conquer. You didn't have an N sixty four, right, Sasha? So you oh, I definitely known. played Conquer. I got an N sixty four late and late enough in the game where Conquer was one of the last new games yeah. being sold it was like conquer and perfect dark yeah okay so you're familiar with conquer oh yes i i have never played conquer personally but i am well aware of the game and its antics all right look in pod chat <laughs> just look at that that thumbnail <laughs> okay that's a treat though <laughs> yeah yeah, that looks fun. You know, it's kind of got, um, yeah. It, I got it seems very much in the vein of like Why? Goat Simulator, where you're playing as yes, an animal and you're that. just screwing with humans and stuff like that. Sure. Okay, and murdering them with mm-hmm. their own weapons. <laughs> okay. All right. I. I, 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 I can see that. I almost bought Goat Simulator one time. but They're up mm, to like three apparently now, I think. Yeah, there's there's three of them. Uh, it, it, I, I feel like those flash in the pan like meme games, I just can't. I don't know. I can't get behind them a lot of the time because I'll run out of things to do. 
Speaking of what, which, um, me totally buying into Power Wash Simulator, uh, which I don't really think is a meme game, but it is sort of like that kind of level of like an indie game. This is sort of like everyone's kind of doing it. Oh, it's becoming meme. Like a lot of, a lot of big streamer or a lot of big YouTubers and streamers have been playing it lately. Oh, have they? Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Markiplier recently played it with, uh. Ethan from Crank Gameplays, mm-hmm. who he did uh, Unis Honest with, and he sort of did it as like a uh, um, a podcast format, sort sure. of like this. So they just did like a co-op level together and like discussed Unis Honest and other stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. I uh, I finished the game. I, I entirely beat uh, the campaign mode of, of Power Wash Simulator, and. That screenshot of it just in a neighborhood like that kind of reminded me of that game. Because, like, again, it was just a nice stress relief game. That game got weird. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it got weird. So, you, they tried oh. to, like, they put in, like, these text messages you're getting. And it'll be like, you got a new job or whatever. Um, so, you'll see text messages from the customers. And they're like, it looks so great. And, da, da, da. and then... I started to get a little kind of like meh on the game because you had to start washing a bunch of cars and planes and stuff that weren't like when you're doing a house or something big, it's actually kind of cool. Like you're actually like do this kind of stuff. When you do like a car, it's over pretty quick in comparison. So you're like, eh, you know, this kind of feels like it's starting to feel like dizzy work eventually. And then you do this van Mm -hmm. and it's like this like really weird looking like, 1970s like travel van you know like a big rv kind of thing right and Mm -hmm. you do it and you're like okay cool and then like two or three levels later you'd have to do it again and it literally says like wash the rv in parentheses again and then you go up to it and it disappears at the beginning of the level and becomes a full-on ufo and then you start like watching that. this statue of Triton and you like they, they discovered in Egypt and this giant hand that's like this from the fish people and it gets into these like crazy like space and it's, uh, like like conspiracy theory stuff and like the one of the last levels you have to wash a pyramid that just appeared just appeared out of nowhere in a specific island and they want to see what it was supposed mm-hmm. to look like. And it and, and they're like during one of the maps, there's like a bunch of text messages from one of the guys because there's a volcano that's going off near the city. And they're like, oh no, what are we gonna do? And there's all these people freaking out from this volcano. So you like you finish washing this pyramid out in the middle of the Pacific and it shoots a laser and stops the volcano from in- erupting. And it's like, you beat the game. And I'm like, so the game was to power wash so much that the aliens trusted me to clean their spaceship and then show me their pyramid which will save the town from the volcano like that was that was the plot we were going for in this game (laughs) indie games man i guess um and there's also like another besides the squirrel game uh there's one that's out right now um i don't remember if it's called exactly called mortuary assistant mm-hmm. but it's essentially you play as a mortuary assistant um 
and there's a a or multiple demons that are trying to possess you sure. throughout the game or just fuck with you so there's like a lot of jump scares and andrea's been watching a lot of uh streamers and she's enjoying like all the different uh different uh ways that people play the game so like she was telling our friend sam about it uh markiplier will just be like there'll be something at the window mm-hmm. and then it'll disappear and he'll like apparently open the window and just be like no you stay out of here and then like uh jacksepticeye will just be like freaking out and crawling out of his chair and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then uh his girlfriend will just be like hone in on the thing uh she showed me there was uh this one jump scare where you go through uh like an endless hall yeah and then you reach the end of it and there's like this woman figure and when you get close enough to it it disappears and then the uh walls start to close in from behind you and then there's it's like two or three times that it does it and then on like the fourth there's like a really creepy uh figure Mm -hmm. with like these weirdly like hollowed out well not hollowed out but like empty exaggerated eyes um and she will purposely back up closer to the wall and then turn around so she's closer to it to get like a good, a better view of of the creepy figure. <laughs> so <laughs> Andrea's just been enjoying watching all the different all the different ways that people play it and how some people are like normal and then other people are like sadistic and stuff like that or psychopaths or yeah. whatever she said. It's kind of reminding it's, it's me of uh, PT. Did you guys ever see that? The mm-hmm. Yeah, I would that say it's, is something very, it's somewhat similar to that. That legitimately like I watched um, who did I watch play it? I know Game Grumps played it, but I, I watched Jesse Cox and his crew play it and beat it. They were mm-hmm. one of the first pe- people to beat it, I believe. Uh, and mm-hmm. um yeah, I just saw the. I never knew that about the, uh, the game or the, the PT or whatever. Yeah, uh, playtest. Yeah, I guess. it was playable it trailer is what um, it stand stood for, and it ah. was supposed to be what eventually became. Um, oh gosh, what is that game? Death Stranding. Like Death Stranding is what was well, born out of that canceled project. No, it wasn't supposed to be the same because it was supposed to be that's supposed to be a Silent Hill. Yeah, game. I know that, and which was canceled, and they left Konami, and then Kojima left was out of Konami, and then Death Stranding yeah. happened because they still wanted to work with Norman Reedus. Um, mm-hmm. So PT, being what it was, is actually a super creepy thing. And and Sasha, if you want to want to say a mm-hmm. super creepy game. Because uh, it's hard. You can't get a hold of this game, hardly. It's one of those abandonware things. Like, you have to have downloaded it at the time because there's no way to get it. Because, well, Konami. And um, if you want to watch yeah, it, people, there's... there's some people, It is legitimately Some creepy. people have it on their consoles and sell it for, like, thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah, it is legitimately a very creepy experience. I remember uh, when it was, like, big and new, I was watching them play it 
on YouTube or whatever. And I had a blanket around me like a little kid with like only my eyes showing. I was just like, oh gosh, don't look at the creepy lady. Like, and I'm like a 20. Don't look at the jelly bean baby in the I'm sink. Like, oh gosh. Yeah. Like the, the baby in the sink kind of thing. the, yeah, the super premature baby in the sink. The, the weird, like jelly bean bird hybrid baby. Yeah. It, it looks very weird. Yeah, it was all sorts of just crazy stuff in that game. And it was just, it was insane. It reminded me of that. Uh, well, I was going to say more on the WB stuff before you went off about the Flash and canceling a bunch of things. Is, you know, as much as WB is also a game developer, they're a, you know, production studio first. I would say WB outside mm-hmm. of A, the Batman games, and B, Mortal Kombat don't have a lot going for them anymore as far as games go. And then you have EA, yeah, which is just EA, right? They're doing okay on their own, but you know, like that's it. You got Microsoft and those two now in the United States. So, I can see why they're concerned about a monopoly nice. on you know, United States AAA developers at this point. Um, Because what what else are you going to play from an American developer these days that isn't indie? Right? Like being able to compete on that level. Yeah. Are you going to play a sports game? Gotham Knights is as far as I know like the only game that they're working on right now yeah wb doesn't put out a lot of games uh you get you get their you get their batman whoever they funneled it out to you get nether realm and you get a couple of other games and sometimes they do stuff with their cartoons and that's it and it's like yeah i was gonna say why don't they have a uh animaniacs game in the works mm-hmm I feel like that would be Animaniacs gold. was uh, was just getting started again, so we'll see. How do you envision an Animaniacs game being like Smash Brothers, like Mario Party, like what? Could be that. It could be like Pinky and the Brain actually achieve some of their plans to like conquer the world, and the Animaniacs have to try and uh, stop him stop yeah. them in their cartoonish ways you could make a, a telltale game of the animaniacs where they're just like trying to convince mm-hmm. the guard to let them out of the tower it's like it's just like like <laughs> this telltale game of just escaping the wb studios like i've always wanted to do that'd be funny um Hey, I we need more comedic games. I would say, like, it's not often that we get extremely comedic games. I think Animaniacs could be something like that. Um, but uh, so yeah, so that was the big thing of like, basically, Sony and Microsoft are just doing this big back and forth to see about buying Activision Blizzard. Obviously, it's a big deal, but Microsoft keeps saying, "No, you know, they don't offer anything unique in the industry," and and Sony's like. Bullshit. Call of Duty. Alone. That's it. That's it. Like, 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 obviously they care about the other IP, or else they wouldn't be buying them. 
or you know auction it yeah. off or something but like you know like sony has a point of like call of duty alone makes this a difficult situation for us please no <laughs> let alone all the other games that you're going to be you know funneling away from us right so i i don't know how, how do you guys feel about do you guys feel like that would be a monopoly would that hurt everything I mean, I'd say it definitely moves closer towards being a monopoly. It certainly does. But mm -hmm. as a person who likes Xbox, I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> it's not gonna, nothing's going to change for like, you. It's, it's going to be the end result. If it's, yep. like, if it's from the end of, now, like, they want to fund and maintain these companies so that they can continue to do the work that they want to do then i'd say that's fair but if it's just to like control the market i i don't think it's to control cultivate more profits i don't think they're themselves. trying to control the market as much as they're just trying to make money because microsoft even had some statements mm -hmm. about like why would we make it exclusive like that would hurt us too because the game would not be selling as well as mm -hmm. it could be if it was just on xbox I, I think they actually came out and said that about call of duty specifically as well as some other titles. So mm -hmm. as far as we've heard from Microsoft, they don't intend on making things that weren't exclusive exclusive anymore. However, there is that real possibility if they own it. Like it is, you know, that is still a... I mean... You I know, they can say they won't. I think but... what you're going to see is a little bit more of what's already happening right now. So like right now there's a big sale on PlayStation and like more than half of the games that they're selling are free on game pass. Yeah. So I think it's just going to be that, yeah, you can get it on the other consoles, but it's going to be more economical to be an Xbox owner. Right. I and there was a, uh, there was a bit of a uh, slinging at, at, at so towards Sony from Microsoft as well. Um, over the revamp they, of their their version of Game Pass? No. They uh, accused Sony of buying uh, or, or bribing companies to keep um, games off of Game Pass. So they're accusing uh, Sony of direct tampering. Hmm. I wonder what the incentive, like, the incentive is to be a Game Pass game. Because I've read that I, it's it's not super lucrative for streaming stuff. Like, music streaming, it's like, nths of a penny that you're earning for each play of a song. So, mm -hmm. does it go by hours played of the game? Like, how do developers yeah. make money off of being Game Pass games. And then how can Sony make it lucrative enough to not do that? Now, from what I've heard, it's actually very, very um, beneficial for a game to go on Game Pass for the developers because they get a lot of support from Microsoft and that kind of stuff as well. That's what I've heard. I'm not in the industry. I, this is just from articles and, and stuff like that. 
and they actually do have some pretty good deals for making money uh, when their game's on Game Pass or, or gets downloaded or whatever. Um, but I don't know that for sure. And that is also always subject to change because Microsoft controls it. So um, that being said, they have been slapped for a monopoly before. And it just made them even more ubiquitous uh, with their Windows uh, monopoly uh, back in the early 2000s, 90s, I think, uh, where their repentance was to donate a bunch of computers to schools. And that ended up just having a bunch of people be more used to using Windows machines than anything else, which made it more of a monopoly. <laughs> um, so... This isn't new territory for for Microsoft, but I don't. It seems like they are not doing this out of controlling everything as much as they're a business doing business things and not necessarily hurting the customer as little, you know, as as much as Sony is saying they are. I guess I don't know. I'm not a big Microsoft fan myself. Like I don't have an Xbox. I'm not. To me, Sony and Microsoft are interchangeable as far as companies. I just tend to have the Sony systems because Monster Hunter tends to hit Sony more than Xbox. That's mm -hmm. really it. Like, Monster Hunter is the thing that sells me a console most of the time. And I would buy Nintendo anyways because I dislike a lot of Nintendo games. <laughs> That's about it. Like, I'm not that not, not that complicated of a gamer. So, you know, if we see my, you know, I did own an Xbox at some point when it was, you know, a lot more people were playing, you know, the Call of Duty that I was playing at the time on 360. And I got one to play with my work friends at the time. So it's not, a, I'm not against having an Xbox as much as, just there's no reason for me to have one right now because all my friends are on Sony and Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo. That's I it. I mean, with Jack's birthday, that might change. So, mm -hmm. already has. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, the game, the local game store that I go to, they have two Series X right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, Friday morning after breakfast, we went to Target and they had one along with their several series s's i was like wow i wouldn't expect mm. that to still be here yeah if i get one it's gonna be a series x not an s like I, i'm gonna go full if yeah, i get one i mean the series s we'll starts see. with 512 gigs of storage which is even less than either playstation starts out with and then the uh yeah. x starts with the terabyte which i didn't realize until we started shopping around but then, of course, sure. the uh, Makes memory expansion is right now only limited to the Xbox-specific one, which is another $200. So I'm not not the biggest fan of that. But we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. Part of me also wants to support Microsoft because they're an American game development. But also, Microsoft isn't the greatest mm -hmm. company in the world. So I, that kind of nullifies it yeah. <laughs> for me. It's a wash. 
It's like, I want to support McDonald's because they're from America. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't feel like doesn't feel like I'm doing what I want intend to there. Um, so Sasha, did you what did you have for for news? Uh, well, I got a good segue since we're talking about uh, gaming companies. There mm-hmm. was a study conducted by some company called Top Rated Casinos. But what they did was they evaluated social media data uh, from Instagram, Mm -hmm. Reddit, TikTok, and YouTube in order to identify which consoles are talked about the most and which ones are the most popular and then compared that with sales. And they made an aggregate list of the most popular consoles, a list of 10. Um, So think like the most popular consoles today but there might be ones that are a little bit older. And then they mm-hmm. made a they made a ranking of the three developers. So what do you guys think is of the three big ones who's number one in the developers based on social media? You're talking like based on Xbox, PlayStation, yep. and Nintendo? Yep. I kind of want to say Nintendo because they end up having more games than the other two all Ace, the time. What do you think? I'd say probably Nintendo just because, I mean, not only just that, but like internationally, they're far more popular, I would say. It is PlayStation followed by Nintendo oh, okay. and Xbox last. Okay. This This hurt me. This list, the top ten list, hurt me too. So, what do you guys think? Okay. Uh, what do you guys think number one is of the most popular console today, based on social media? Switch. I can't, I want to say I want to say Switch, but this is making me think it's going to be PS Five. Switch so then PS Five. No, no. Um, PS Five and Switch are both in the top five. They are not number one though. Number one okay. is the PS4. Oh, okay. PS5 yeah, came cause... in at three. Switch at okay. four. Mm-hmm. What's number two? What do you guys think? The Wii U. <laughs> no, probably. It's not the Wii U. That's 3DS. for sure. Wii U's be, on the it, list. It, it, Wii U's on the list. Wii U ranked at uh, six. Ooh, that's not bad. What? Wait, hang on. No, I was wrong. Hold Whoa. on. Wait. Seven. Sorry. Seven. That's still not bad. Considering what a failure that yeah, was. I shouldn't be in the top ten. It if it should have sold a hell of a lot better if it was in the top ten. Like <laughs> this holy cow. list this list is kind of shocking. So I I feel like uh some of this comes from the dark corners of the internet. <laughs> well, I think I think for it you've also uh, gotta consider I'm just gonna aftermarket. Throw a wild up. Because there's yeah. a lot of like purchasing going on right now. That is that oh, is essentially buddy, uh, what they're talking about. Is um, yeah. on this list is just, some of this stuff that we talked about in the previous news episodes, where like classic games are selling for a bunch. That's causing buzz yeah. in social media on some of the older consoles. So our top five um, were PS4, Xbox One, PS5, Switch, and PS3. Then our bottom, we coming in at six is Game Boy, seven Wii U, eight PS2, nine Xbox 360, and ten Xbox Series X. Ooh. 
Series X being five. a 10 Ooh. is surprising. Yeah. So all this stuff that Microsoft is doing, I mean, is it like when we talk about what it, what buzz is it creating? It doesn't seem to be helping them too much in terms of the monopoly front. Yeah, they're behind the Wii U. That's insane. Like I, I can't. As much as I love the Wii U, right? It was my favorite console before the Switch. I'm gonna straight up admit that thing didn't do well. Like it was as far as a flop of I, I've I've had with Nintendo as far as a console goes. And I had problems with games not coming to it. Like, I played Call of Duty Ghosts on that thing because I wanted to, to support it. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I was like, I'm going to get a lesser experience so I can play on play it on a, a system I want to play it on. But, like, holy cow. I cannot believe that Series X is that far down. Now, I bet you some is it, it's an availability problem. Yes. I bet you that's why PS5 is also further down the list than I would have expected. The PS4 but, is just way more accessible. And we think about like yeah. what people were doing during quarantine. They were playing PS4s <clears throat> and Switches. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and I know for a fact that Switch is outselling the other two consoles. Um, outselling PS5 and Series X. And it's a combination of games, availability, and you know, portability, I think, is, is another factor. So, as, as much as, you know, people like to... And you know what's funny to me? None of, none of those things mention Steam or any PC game. Mm-hmm. Well, these like, are console, just console. But, sure, just consoles? Yeah. Okay. I would have said, I, if it was platforms, I bet you Steam would have been on, been, been on that list. For sure. Steam would be considered a platform. Um but yeah, like, it's just, it's amazing to me that yeah, and I also... Xbox is that far behind. Because, like, they were undisputed the king of the 360 time, even though... Well, uh, I think well I think as far part as, like, of that... gamers go, because the Wii outsold that thing hand over fist, but... I, I mean, I think part of that could be that, you know, Xbox has been a larger force in pushing... Uh, online digital gaming as opposed to physical gaming with just the game pass alone and stuff like that and i'd say that there's a large share of the market in terms of like consumers that like physical better because physical is present it's there there's not necessarily anything that guarantees that the digital version of your game will stay there if the company decides to you know, like lock it or delete it or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw it with Scott Pilgrim, right? We saw it with, uh, we just talked about PT. PT. You see it. Yeah. You see games that are lost to time because of such things. Um, and that's, that's the concern with digital. That's, that's not my personal concern with digital. Um, I can see how that could be problematic. For me, I just like having the physical copy. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I have a giant stack of games over there, and I like just looking at it and being like, "Yes, I do have two whole tile columns of Switch games there." Yeah, which, which that that's 
what kind of makes me leery of uh, God of War Ragnarok is because, like I mentioned last week, it's only going to be Just digital. There isn't yeah. going to be a disc, which is kind of weird to me, especially since they're selling like a collector's edition and then like a, I don't know, like a Valhalla edition or whatever they call it. Yeah, I I prefer to have something on a disc, honestly. Um, well, I would say most games that I really look forward to, I would buy physically. Um, with the there is one exception that Monster Hunter Rise is digital only for me, and that's because I didn't get my collector's edition from the game store because they screwed over the little guy and didn't send them the stuff that they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, even though I pre-ordered it, they just didn't get a copy. They never got a copy of that, you know, physical edition. And so I ended up getting it digitally because uh, I it wasn't available. Um, but that's it. Like, everything else I tried to buy physical. I mean, heck, I bought the new Mario Strikers physical. I mm-hmm. I am waiting to play uh, Stray until it's physical. Like... Partially because I'm playing other things. The other part is I would prefer just to have it physically. Like, I just... I mm-hmm. go into a physical game store. I became very good friends with one of the guys working there who's now an owner. Because I would go in there, talk to him about the games. I enjoy that social experience of going into a store and talking to people about games. I don't get right. that if I buy that digitally. Like, I don't talk to a lot of people about my good old game purchases. Like, my GOG purchases. I don't, you know, I talk about you guys about it sometimes, but like, it's not like I'm going in there and be like, yeah, I'd like to buy this. And then it strikes up a conversation with someone like, I like that game too. Let's talk about it. Like that doesn't happen when I'm buying on a GOG unless there's, you know, like I have to be like projecting, like, look what I bought. Like, and that feels very weird sometimes. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. I finally bought this. Like, unless you've previously talked about it or you were previously excited about it. Like, uh, you know, obviously on a podcast, it's a little different because we're, specifically talking about these things but like mm-hmm. um you don't strike up those conversations in digital only sales and i guess but... and that's a big part for me personally so yeah well um an article on nasdaq.com uh states that video NASDAQ. games could improve your decision-making skills um apparently university using using functional magnetic resonance imaging mri uh tools scan the brains of both gamers and non-gamers so subjects were able to observe a cue followed by a display of moving dots then asked to press a button in either their right or left hand depending on which direction the dot moved uh Mm. gamers were both faster and more accurate in their responses Makes sure. sense. It also is kind of a game. Yeah. So that makes sense. They're used to it. So yeah. I'm not sure if um let's see. Uh I found I found that very that list very fascinating, so I'm still processing that. I thought you'd like that. 
Um, yeah. It also goes on to state uh, video games build a number of soft skills that are useful in business. Researchers have found over the years. Uh, for instance, a study published in the American Journal of Play in 2014 found that the fast pace of many video games requires people to keep track of many items at once and make split-second decisions, positively affecting perception, attention, memory, and decision-making, which many psychologists consider the core building blocks mm -hmm. of intelligence. Mm. So I use an assessment for some of my early learners that's it's called abla which is essentially basic learning assessment mm -hmm. skills and mm -hmm. it is all just visual and auditory perception and discrimination and ability to shift attention and then i design programs to teach that to kids who present with deficits in those areas video mm -hmm. games if you can get kids to be interested in that make it a lot easier than artificially designing that in the environment mm -hmm. but yeah, it's, like, sure. it's all the same stuff. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I I imagine so. It sounds like you got to take your love for video games and make it a job. So, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I did not. I uh, video games are not part of my job most of the time, except for that one time one of our customers wanted to use a. Uh, what was it? what was the Xbox one? The what do they call that? The the eye thing. Connect. They used connect. They wanted to use an Xbox Connect to measure boards on a sawmill, and we were like, "That's not responsive enough because you need the the margin of error that you need is below a quarter of an inch, and it's not right that." responsive like it it cannot do that and they're like he's like well i just want to try it out i was like and my brother was like if you want to buy us an xbox connect and have us research this we can do that and he kind of was like no <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was a funny funny uh thing that we we came up this this customer has been particularly he's he's interesting he, of all the sawmill people he's the most technical minded one because most of the sawmill people they're like computers they suck and i hate them and i don't want to see them ever like your whole sawmill runs on computers dude i don't care just fix it get out of here like like the, the like that's kind of their attitude you know old computer illiterate people and then this guy who is between my age and my father's age so kind of in the middle is very does embrace the technology of the things and that kind of thing. So he was very interested in seeing if the Xbox Connect could do those things that they said they could do, and it's just not even close to accurate. It's to what he needs it to be, not even far off. Because like they have to like like I said, within a quarter of an inch of error on each board. So and that's not like you know that's total. That's like not just on one cut; it's on both cuts. Like it has to right. be that short. Uh, so, and at the end of the article, they uh, list out three games to uh, help build build your skills. They list Brain Age, Portal, and Civilization. I would mm -hmm. say Tetris should be on that list. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely could uh, sharpen your decision making skills. There are a lot of games that do that, though. I mean, just, just like, 
You can about like just management games, like in general, which is a whole freaking genre. Like, yeah, they're all designed to get more hectic, like faster, more yeah, complex. Even the cell phone games, like that. Like, yeah. even what we would call like like oh, this I don't even like it's just Katamari. a stupid cell phone game. Even they do that level of like decision making. Well, like even right now, my kid plays all these games on her Kindle that are like toddler versions of those types mm-hmm. of games. And I'm watching her like try to keep pace with I got to chop up this food and mm-hmm. get it prepared the way that the baby wants it before it starts crying. And like indoctrinating them young. <laughs> I have a picture of Cece playing Power Wash Simulator in this setup. You'll see it's a picture of here from behind. She's wearing a headset. She's using like the the glove keyboard, and yeah, pretty good picture. I mean, Emery has beaten Kirby. She's on her own for the most part. I helped her out some, but she beat Kirby. She beat um, what else does she beat? She's multiple times in creative mode, mm-hmm. but on her own beat minecraft like multiple times um that's like her thing of like i'm gonna create a new world and kill the ender dragon because it's fun and like like, she just yeah it's amazing what they can they can do sometimes cc isn't isn't so keen on beating games as much as just playing them for a while but yeah my husband learned this week that three-year-olds are terrible partners for lego hobbit Mm. Yeah. yeah i imagine so i uh i do play games with the girls sometimes like we play diablo together and they're pretty good at it but i tried to play Baldur's gate with emery <laughs> that did not go well like she wasn't scared or anything but there's friendly fire in that game and she's just tossing mm-hmm. fireballs just panic fireball everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, well, Emery, you managed to kill yourself and me and none of the goblins. Good job. Awesome. <laughs> did I look cool while doing it, Dad? No, she sure did, did this. She, she chucks down the controller and goes, I hate this game. I want to play Diablo because there's no friendly fire. <laughs> so... <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that, that that was one of my concerns. Of you know, back to the, a little bit back to the buyout thing is Diablo is something the girls and I enjoy together sometimes. And if it's Xbox only, well, not doing it on my PS5. I'd have to get an Xbox if I did that. Probably not, but, because the other thing Xbox has been doing is they are they're getting quite an expansive catalog for PC Game Pass. So I feel like if it ended up being exclusive to Microsoft, it's going to be a Game Pass PC game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, whenever this deal goes through, I, they, they put out an email. Uh, the Blizzard launcher will cease to exist. And if all your games will be ported to Steam. And I was like, are you kidding me? Because this already happened with the Bethesda launcher. Like, I don't want things on Steam. I don't. And they're all getting ported to Steam. 
because Steam is like, well, yeah, you can totally bring them over here. <laughs> ha ha ha. Like, I'm like, damn you, Steam. Damn you. <laughs> Stop taking the games I want to play. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, 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 uh, I did find some other stuff uh, as far, but it was all like the the Microsoft versus Sony stuff because that was like most of the game news that I caught. So, is there anything else that mm-hmm. you guys both did some studies yeah. today? That uh, was kind of cool. PlayStation has a new uh, smartphone controller cradle thing okay. that they're coming out with for remote play that I'm interested in, but. I need them to come out with an Android version, not just a freaking iPhone yeah, as version. As an Android user, I would agree. No, just come to the dark side. Stop hurting the people you love with your Android. So, Sasha, you remember the whole put little emojis? <laughs> okay, Andrea. Put the little emojis on the uh, message, and then it comes back as a text in a group text. Yep. So... My mom has now discovered how to put emojis on her iPhone stuff, and she has a group text with me, my brother. And so my you get dad. a text that says, "Mom reacted, Mom liked, Mom loved." Yes. Mom questioned. Every, and everyone <laughs> gets it. Everyone gets it. And I'm just, and Charles is like, "Why does it do that?" It's like, "Oh, Sasha told me about this on the podcast. It's because I have an Android, and you guys have iPhone." He's like, "Why would you do that?" I was like, "Because I want an Android." And I don't care how many messages you get. It's actually a noise chance more than me. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't care how many extra messages I get. I'm not getting an iPhone. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that did come up. Um, I saw a new game that is that was announced with the THQ Nordic Showcase that I am... I got really excited about. Um, it's called. They had a showcase. I yes, didn't even know they, they did. did. I would have one hundred percent watched that. Well, Holy you cow. should check it out because I think that there's a few games that they announced that you might be interested in. Um, but the I one mean, that I was excited about is called Recreation, like car recreation, um, like burnout type car recreation. Oh. Okay. Um, so the developer yeah. is Three Fields Entertainment, who made Burnout and Need for Speed. And the trailer is okay. up. And it looks like over-the-top racing, like Hot Wheels tracks from hell. Uh, looks really, really cool. Uh, I don't think I even have words to express how awesome the trailer was. But it's the first racing game in a while that I got, I've been very, very excited about, and it will probably be a day one purchase. I'm playing the trailer right now on silent. Yeah. So it doesn't pop up on the podcast. THQ Nordic presents danger, danger. Okay. It's got, it's got this weird. Oh, well, yeah. Your face. (gasps) They're building ramps? Yes. There's a giant cow? Wait. Do you not actually control the cars? You're just you building do. the tracks? I, I the... think you get to do both. Okay. I feel like it's like design your own tracks, play the preloaded That ones. looks like a roller coaster, not a road. Right? Holy cow. Oh. 
Oh no. I'm in. Yes. I have not seen any gameplay yet, and I am in. That's amazing. And it's the burnout people, so it's going to be... They already know what we want. Ooh. That car did not make it. Okay. (laughs) I feel like there's a part in the trailer (laughs) where they're riding the ramp, and there's there's no point to make it. You're, You're just flying off the ramp. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing right now. It's like a big turn. Yes. And they're just cars just going off. Just whoosh. Yes. Oh, that is so amazing. It is insane, like the loops and stuff. Okay, and it shows you actually playing after that. Okay. That's really cool. Um, It showed up as an Xbox trailer. Because this is actually the Xbox channel that's showing it off right now. So, but yeah, THQ Nordic. Okay. I was incorrect. It's not by PlayStation. But they have a PlayStation edition. It's called the Backbone One. I'm just saying it's on the Xbox. The announcement trailer I found was on the Xbox channel. I'm talking about the controlling for smartphones. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. THQ Nordic Showcase. I gotta watch this tonight, because they have so many IPs that I really care about. Yeah, when I was reading um, over the list, I thought that this would come up tonight, because I... a lot of these games sound hour, up your alley. It's an hour long. Holy cow. Okay. August 12th. That was... Yesterday, how did I miss this? Hold, I don't. I feel ashamed. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that today. Cause, yeah, they got Titan Quest. They've got Kingdoms of Amalur, which I don't. Did that expansion come out? I don't know if it did. I think it did. It came out with the. The re-reckoning, or whatever they called the re... Well, they, they announced it with re-reckoning. It, I don't know if the expansion came out. I have it. I pre-ordered it. I don't know. I've just been resisting the urge to pay for it, because it just screams Game Pass energy to me. And I've been right every time, so I'm just yeah. waiting. Stream, stream is going to see me pop up GOG. Uh... Because that's where I own it on the PC. So if I go to that, and I gotta finish that game. And maybe I can now with the new keyboard. Because that was the other thing is I don't like playing controller on PC. It just doesn't feel right in my brain. But then again, I really don't like using a keyboard with a mouse. So I like the mouse. The mouse is one thing, so that's why I got the other thing. So I'm going to see... If I actually already have it. Because I should. And. Okay. So found it. And you can see. uh, Extras. Fate's worn. Yeah I do own it. I just didn't get that far. Okay. Yep, I have it. I just haven't played it. 
I'm gonna, I might need to do uh, uh, over again. I might need to restart because uh, I, I think I told you about this. I destroyed my save because the spiders killed an NPC. Mm-hmm. Yes. In one of the towns, I was like, "All right, I guess I just got to start over." Um, and who knows? Maybe I can try to play it on stream like I had tried to the first time. Just have some fun with it, stream. But uh, okay. I gotta watch this THQ Nordic showcase. Because um, <laughs> Kingdom of Diamond Lore and Titan Quest, which is apparently still active, uh, there's a couple other franchises that they own now that I'm just like, yes, please. All, all of this. Apparently, uh, the recreation, gotta get that. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm excited. Um. So, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about the Monster Hunter stuff. I know Sasha, you're not super Monster Hunter, but we did get our update and uh, and the live event. Um. Uh, it has a lot of content, a lot for an, an update it's probably the biggest content update we've got for free in a monster hunter game because most of the time it's like here's a couple new things and a couple little dlc stuff that you can buy and one monster and this time it was four monsters and a whole new system end game system and a whole bunch of other stuff and yes ace i did already crown all four monsters but i did that because i was super excited and I played a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, to be fair, though, one of them I crowned it within four hunts. So it wasn't super hard. Um, I am still a little disappointed about the number of monsters in the game. Uh, I don't think that, that one update was going to fix it. However, I felt like saying... So, like, let me... You know, as an outsider opinion, Sasha... We knew about two monsters, right? And they said several other monsters. And then when you say several other monsters, I would think more than two. Several right? to me implies at least three. Right. So I was hoping for five monsters. We got four. It's not that much less, but being on top of the whole massive expansion being 15 when it was 30 in Iceborne. So being half and then several being less. Was, and just, was the update free? It was, yes. Okay. Um, that doesn't sound too bad then. I mean. However, the massive expansion was not free. Mm. Um, and the last time they said massive expansion, it was 30 monsters. I'd have been okay with 20. We got 15. So I was under the okay line. Okay, so and we're still you we're got still not 15, to the O'Kane line. Then the update gave you four more. Yeah, I'm still under the OK line for okay. me. Do we get a another update? Maybe we get two more at least. Maybe their plan so, is to fill the. Roster I think that's that part way. of it. I think it's part of it, and I think it's COVID largely affected what was going on here with this game. I think Rise is the COVID monster hunter because it, it, I think it, its content got hit pretty hard by the challenges. Um, yeah, I will say it definitely feels like Rise has been 
more unfairly scrutinized for its content than previous Monster Hunter games. I'm I'm always going to scrutinize it really hard on Monster Count. I just, just as someone who prides himself on being a monster hunter, and most people are monster hunters. I understand this about because they're all excited about the new weapons and the new styles and stuff. And I'm like, but the monsters to me, they're the star of the show to the game. They're the star of the show. So like, that's where I focus a lot of my attention because all of it drives on the monsters, the whole thing, everything. And I mean, I still want my Giggy Nox back. Yeah. And there, and I know we got Kazu, but I want Giggy Nox. And we we've instead of uh, instead of decreasing our list of teased monsters, we got none of the teased monsters, and we got more teased monsters. So I was hoping to see one of them come in, like any of them. You know, maybe a Tetsukabra. You know, since you know, Mister Hojo's riding one in the guild hall, there could be another. Tatsukabra, right? Like, where did he get mm-hmm. the Tatsukabra tadpole? Did he import it from a different, distant land? Then Hojo's a jerk, and that Tatsukabra was all I was alone. Say, I was gonna say he's an he's an illegal monster trader. He's an illegal monster <laughs> trader who wants to ride a baby Tatsukabra, like, I, and feed it feed it dango on a stick. You next week when we do this 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 monster hunter guessing thing, Sasha. You'll you'll see a little bit more. You won't remember any of the monsters that we talk about, but you'll see some of the designs. Because it's too without, you know, fighting them or playing them in the game. Just seeing a picture with a name, I don't think you're going to retain them. But you know, I probably won't remember their names at all. But I do remember Robert Baratheon's bane from last last week. Like visually, it's still in my mind's eye. Oh yeah, that's Boldrum. Robert Baratheon's Bane. I I like that for him. I like that that moniker for Boldrum. That because Boldrum is one of the easiest monsters to kill, and that makes it so much funnier to me. That's Robert Baratheon's. <laughs> he's Bane. easy, but he's frustrating at times because he's able to like turn on a dime and then just zoom. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously that's yeah. how he killed the king. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he dodged once. He turned around and got gored by the giant boar, which I still think is funny in that in that show because like he's supposed to be this great hunter and he got killed by a boar. No, really, he got killed by the poison that Cersei gave him. But I think that it's implied in the books that she was poisoning him through what he was drinking that day, and oh, okay. and that's why yeah. he lost in battle to a boar. He was. He did not have his edge. He was under the influence yep. and hindered. So gotcha. he wasn't able to have his guard up as it otherwise would have been. You know, I, again, another reason why I really don't like that show is all of the characters that I liked and noticed from other things die in season one immediately. Because Baratheon. I mean, Sean Bean is just notorious for dying. Yeah, yes. You know. Sean Bean aside. Right? So the actor who plays Bar- Robert Baratheon is in The Knight's Tale. And I was like, mm-hmm. it's that guy! I like him! Dead, so, like, episode one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
That happened I mean, to me a you lot. You want to talk about characters <laughs> you love dying, you should get into The Walking Dead. Mm-mm. I told you why I won't watch that. It's human drama. I know it's human drama. I've seen the first two episodes. I don't care about human drama. It's why I'm also not watching whatever show you were talking about. <laughs> Love uh, is blind. Yes. Never. Never once. Like I said, that's I don't watch that. I watch that vicariously through content creators. I'm not saying that you do. I'm saying it is human drama and I am not interested. Especially artificial <laughs> human drama. Yeah, I mean well, maybe not artificial, maybe you know, I think purposely it's set scripted. up or staged. Yeah, for sure scripted. Yeah. Okay. Even scripted even if it's or not highly manipulated. Even if it's not antagonized human drama, not not a fan. I mean, as someone who is currently having to get a lawyer, I'm just done with human drama. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I don't I don't I'll, I you know, I had a meeting with him yesterday the lawyer to sort of go over our case or whatever and uh he comes on i I had a we had a zoom meeting so he sent me a link and stuff and apparently Mm -hmm. i had a zoom account set up for this computer already i didn't know because i was like when have i ever used zoom like it's like a work business thing i don't you know we don't use that it's like corporate office stuff and up up comes my camera camera and in the bottom you can see you like like here you can see your name and instead of saying my name it said Selinda which is my daughter I was like oh now I know why I used Zoom on this before Cece used it for a class an online class once so he's like why does mm. your name say Selinda I was like that's oh it's my daughter's name I just I felt like a, an old computer guy like I couldn't figure out how to get it off so I'm just Selinda today <laughs> and he and uh, the lawyer was funny to me because he apologized for being in street clothes during the meeting and i was like (laughs) why would i care if you're wearing a suit during a zoom to call (laughs) yeah that's the that's the thing about like professionalism in the in the workplace versus professionalism while working at home Mm -hmm. i feel like i feel like there definitely needs to be more leeway but like some people, some people have taken it to the to the extreme with you know all the the blooper or like mm-hmm. mistake compilations of like people getting up and they have like you know the top half of their suit on, but then they're like just in their boxers and socks on the lower half. And then there's been like you know the few that like think the meeting is over and don't realize that you have to physically close and exit out of the call and then they start uh getting down to some personal business and people have to like frantically call them to be like you're still on you dumbass so that reminds me of remember there was that big uh was it in italy or france i think it was in italy where they had that final fantasy 7 porn come on during that government zoom call yes yeah uh, that I remember that story. Uh, reading about that story while I was sitting in the car with my COVID test results coming back. That was happening when I had COVID, like that that specifically at that time. So nice. 
man, I do. I orange juice and and cough syrup were, were my friends during that time. Um, so <laughs> I got off. That really threw me off track. Uh, oh, so the digital event. Um, so we, we we saw some of the stuff coming in the Monster Hunter stuff. I've played a lot of it. Um, having played more of the investigation stuff, I really enjoy it more. Have you done some of the investigations, uh, Ace? I have not yet. Okay. It is like investigations from World and Iceborne. You literally mm-hmm. get in, like, investigations, Sasha, are random quests to have random modifiers and actually add a lot of content to the game because you're not just like do quest done do quest done do quest done and it puts a little check mark on it this is generated quests that you get to have like cool modifiers and stuff like extra feints or like extra you know or, or it's a shorter amount of time or instead of just hunt the one monster here are three monsters you have to hunt and apparently ace i don't know if you've seen this there are master rank apex monsters that only appear in the investigations so there's that too. Apparently, so far only Arzurus and Rathian appear. Mm-hmm. But uh, my brother found one that had a, an Arzurus. We didn't take it, and it's cool because you're not only getting these investigations, but you're also leveling them up. So you get like harder and harder quests. So it's kind of like the guild quest system from Monster Hunter Four. So it's like a combination mm-hmm. of investigations from World and Monster Hunter Four's. Uh, highly. Yeah, I've been difficult. I've been seeing people say that on Twitter that it's like Monster Hunter Four. Yeah. Ultimate. Yeah. So it's it's a cool system. It adds a lot of longevity to the game, despite me being like four monsters. Are you kidding me? I need more. Like just five. Five would have been great. Like, um, but that's just me. that's just me. I just that's monsters. Mm-hmm. Um. Other than that, those those were my my two. Um. Anything else, Ace? Nope. Not really. I mean, I'm still just grinding through. Need to get on with people more. That way I can get through stuff faster. Johnson and I have been playing in the uh, general on uh, Hunter's Hub, and people are welcome to join. Uh, We do have people pop in who aren't playing sometimes and talk to us. That's fine, too. Like some of our friends Mm. who don't play. Because uh, we would have normally just been at a different Discord chatting, but you know we want to be there so people can hop on. Um, Sasha, mm-hmm. Sasha, did you have other news? Not really. Nope. Yeah, I was. There wasn't a ton of news going on. There was a Pokemon Arceus thing that I wanted to talk about a while ago, but I just don't remember it now. I, I like at the time I was like, oh, we got to save that for the news show, and I was like. Wait, uh, I don't know what it is. Not Arceus, Scarlet and Violet. There was a showcase that showed some more things. but like... I saw that. There's going to be a Poison Ground Pokemon. It's a... Something? Yeah, variant yeah. of a, an existing Pokemon. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, just small announcements for Scarlet and Violet. Um, I am reminded every day that I see Cece that she is excited for Scarlet and Violet. Um, so she's, she's like, I can't wait till November. And I'm like, that's a long way to wait. And for you to ask me every day, girl, it's a long time. <laughs> it reminds me of 
the South Park episode when Cartman buries himself in snow waiting for the Nintendo Wii to come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you feel like that with, like, a game coming out. You're like, just a few more days. Like, I'm, as I get older, I'm better about that. But I do still, like, I talked about it on, on here. I do still get the Monster Hunter blues where I'm like, I don't want to play anything but Monster Hunter. But I don't want to play the content or to beat. So, like, where are we at? Like, just try a bunch of different games that I don't want to play. Uh, I'm good about waiting for, for stuff that's dated to come out. But I'm bad about waiting for stuff that I order. Sure. Especially especially if it's from Amazon. And especially if it says it's in the same state. Oh, there, yeah, there's an, there's an Amazon facility in uh columbus now they didn't you know we i don't know if we had one in ohio before but it's fairly new and they process a lot of orders uh one mm. of my friends works there now and was talking yeah, about they turn they turned uh what is it the owings mills mall mm-hmm. i don't know the one in akron they're like really famous Rolling Acres. Rolling Acres is now a Amazon facility. Hmm. That's the really famous one that a lot of uh, Urbexers took pictures of. Um, probably the most famous one was like during the winter, mm -hmm. where like the skylights are out and you can see like the snow built up on the escalators. Hmm. I I've never seen these pictures, but you talking about Akron, Ohio? Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've never seen I think that. if you go on uh, Google Maps and look at Street View, I could probably send you. It still shows the, uh, at least a couple weeks ago, it still showed the actual, like, outside facade of the mall. Hmm. Whereas, like, if you look at Satellite, it still hasn't updated. It's basically just a dirt lot. Hmm. Okay. Um... I will say Akron is not where this new facility is because Columbus and Akron are very far apart. But oh yeah, I know. I was just so we have sidelining you again. We have two giant Amazon facilities in the state now. That doesn't surprise me. It really doesn't. Amazon is such a huge company. Oh, yeah. We've we've got a really big one down. Well, actually, a couple of really big ones down right at the borderline between Wisconsin and Illinois. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've got one that's relatively close to Green Bay. It's closer to Appleton, really, but okay, still out that way. Yeah, they're giant. They're just absolutely giant. Like, when I was working for um, one of the companies I did a couple of, you know, before I started working with my family, one of their biggest competitors were Amazon because they're a kitchen... Mm -hmm supply and shipping company and amazon was just beating them hand over fists on everything and it was just like what are we going to do like how can we so like they were going for quality over quantity kind of stuff and then like even then they were just not able to compete uh yeah that's the thing who big companies until until we can until uh a company uh, invents a fabricator. I don't think uh, we're going to see the end of Amazon anytime soon. 
Mm-mm. I mean, I can't talk much. I still use Audible, and willingly so, because I really enjoy listening to audiobooks. Yeah, I do. Uh, I actually uh, finished up earlier this week Jeanette McCurdy's new uh, book, I'm Glad My Mom Died. Yeah. I, I saw your Facebook post about it. Yeah. A lot of, uh, lot of manipulation and emotional, uh, abuse mm-hmm. from not just her mom, but like her grandmother too. Yeah. I mean, um, you, you, uh, that stuff goes through a family. It certainly does. Yeah. And then, uh, a lot of people are bringing up Dan Schneider again, reasonably so mm-hmm. for the, uh, Horrible man and creep that he is. How do you do this? How do you bring this stuff on the podcast every time? How do you do it? <laughs> I mean, uh, it just happens, I guess. Uh, okay. Um. So, Sasha, did you get any time to play anything? Or are you just busy this week? I finally beat Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. I mean, I, like, thoroughly beat it. I have... Yeah, I did everything you felt like doing. I, I got a couple things that I want to finish up, because I need to do two more of the rune switch parkour bullshit things, and I need to oh, do... yeah. I need to find... I think I need, like, three more poetry pages. I have... Mm-hmm. I have all the marbles. Um... But I finished the game at, like, mythic rank 60. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, like, I finished all the side quests. I did all that stuff. So I, and in my initial, like, run through, I finished with 205 of the lucky dice. Mm. So, out of 250. Pretty good. Yeah. I started doing chaos chambers. All right. Yeah, the sort of randomization things they have—it's a little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm—I don't have any of the DLC. I have the game, like the pass for all of it on my wish list, and when it drops below like ten bucks, I'll probably pick that up for the season pass. But I'm not paying. What is it? Ten bucks a pack for a level? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard a lot of people very unhappy with with the content that came out especially the first one so that makes sense the new class came out with the one that came out last week or this week so it's like a blight mm-hmm. color class big on elemental damage from what i've read about it okay all right So yeah, I played that, and then I played like an interactive movie game called She Sees Red. It's on Game Pass. Okay. It's it is like full full motion video. Um, it's very much along the lines of if you watched and played Bandersnatch, the Black Mirror on Netflix. It's kind of like that, mm-hmm. where like there's a bunch of choices and as you make a choice it branches the story off and then there's choices within that so i think there's like four different endings 
And I played mm. that and got two of the endings. It's all right. Mm. It, it is an interesting story, but it's very short. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of makes me think of growing up. I talked about that a while ago. What I played the uh, the game where you play as a kid and you're supposed to like neural map your brain as you grow up. I, the, the, it's not as in depth as that. It's like you start you start off as like a hitman. I I don't even know really what to like describe it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and you just killed somebody, and the first choice you have is if you would like to take care of the body or move on um, before people find you. Mm -hmm. And it takes place in a nightclub, and as the story starts to unfold, uh, it becomes clear that this is a revenge story against the guy that owns the nightclub. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ace, I know, I know you were doing Monster Hunter stuff, but anything else you got to play? Not really too much, no. Okay. Been sort of lax about it lately. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was a lot of Monster Hunter and a lot of Power Wash. And I talked about the end of that crazy game that... It's it's weird because it's it's not like exciting. It's it's just like oh, I'm washing a spaceship now. That's weird. And then you finish mm-hmm. the spaceship and you go on to the next level. It's not like these things move a ton when you're there. But like there's a bunch of action in the game. You're just spraying things. Like, um, right. It was it was a very good, uh, especially when I was listening to audiobook power wash simulator is really good for that because you just you can just listen more than and you don't have to like sometimes when i'm playing a game while i'm listening to a book i'll miss a word here and there and i'd stop go back 30 seconds like okay what what just happened i missed that because i was focusing on this thing in the game i had to read that doesn't happen with power wash simulator i'm just completely just like on autopilot on that game just like oh that's a really interesting right. story like <laughs> so i really liked it for that i haven't finished there's special challenges that you can watch you get to watch the mars rover is one of the challenge levels um <laughs> like just like special missions that weren't part of the story so i'll probably end up doing those eventually and then um yeah and just a lot of monster hunter i went really hard on it since the update um probably already done over 150 hunts like i'm not kidding like it's a lot mm-hmm. um Chance and i've been playing together a lot since like yesterday was like the investigation day and we were figuring out that system and learning it and leveling things up and that kind of thing um but uh we did do we did do Last week, we did talk about the, the drive run of the Monster Hunter game we're going to do with Sasha next week. I did play that with uh, my other friends um, a while ago. So I am really looking forward to next week's episode where we have Sasha on for a Monster Hunter episode. And she gets to see all these crazy monsters and try to describe them. And for Ace and Morg to finish 
uh, to get them. We did get confirmation from Morg. He had got caught up at work, essentially, listeners. Mm-hmm. So it uh, happens from time to time. But next week, we're going to we're gonna see if Ace and, and Morg can recognize Sasha's description of monsters faster. And I'll probably do the thing because I, I know how to do it and not really good at it, but I can actually, for the stream, keep a number counter of who has what. Um, we'll probably have to do like a limit of guesses too, just so you can't just sit there and guess and guess and guess. So like maybe mm-hmm. three guesses I'm thinking on her description and, um, fair enough. And we'll kind of treat it like based on the clues that I give. Cause what I ended up doing is there's the initial clue, which isn't, uh, and we won't, we won't, I don't think we're going to wait this. I don't think. Because, like, it would be really difficult to wait it like we do with the quiz show, where it's like on the first clue, you get three, on the second clue, you get two. I think it's just how many you're going to get, yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, you know, I start off because it's going to be hard to, to describe is A, for you guys, I didn't do this for my friends because they don't know them all. Um, and even Chance doesn't know them all. Uh, but Ace, you and Morg, I would expect you guys to be able to correctly name, like, let's say a deviant monster. So when, before Sasha starts describing a monster, I will say whether it's a base monster or not. And then if you guys really can't get it, then I will go to the, to the second clue, which is what generation did it, did it appear in of a game? And then the final one being the type of monster, a.k.a. bird wyvern, you know, elder dragon, that kind of stuff. So if you guys can't get it by then in those three chances, you know, then mm-hmm. then we'll uh, the, the we'll no score on that one and, and have uh, eventually tell you and then just back and forth between you and Morg. So, and obviously we're not going to get through done, uh, all of them. I know I have over 200 monsters in this list, so <laughs> it's not happening in one go. So, we, you know, we, yeah. we could do this the next two monster hunter episodes and, you know, unless Sasha doesn't like doing it, we can discontinue, but you seem to like it from the two that we it's tried last time. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, let's do a random one now. What? You're, you're getting practice over more. <laughs> I was choking. It's cheating. Eh. Morg was here for the last two, so. Meh. Meh. Of course you're going to say meh, Mr. Current Champion. <laughs> Not of the monster guessing game. No, no. The uh, uh, guess the game game show. So yeah, uh, we have that coming up, and then we'll do a wild card, which we haven't decided yet. And I think right after the wild card is back to guess the game on this month. I think. I, I don't know. I don't have my phone on me. I think we might be two weeks away from another guessing game. Yeah, we are. Yeah, because next week would be Monster Hunter twentieth, wild card twenty seventh, and then the third would be the next uh, quiz. And Sasha, you can win your title back. 
we'll see which Zelda game is Final Jeopardy. You know what? You know what we should do? I what next week should be? What? My birthday episode. For the <laughs> the guessing game? Because okay. the day before my birthday. <laughs> okay. Cool. I mean, I don't I don't mind saying happy birthday. It's amazing. Get to be a yeah, year older. Amazing. <laughs> I I dude, I really like birthdays. <laughs> Me too. I just existed. <laughs> yeah. D- okay, but we get to celebrate that you're our friend and alive. I would say my existence is amazing, though. It just is. Birthdays <laughs> are fun. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll uh, wrap it up here tonight. Um, and then we'll uh, catch you guys next week with the, uh, the Monster Hunter episode. So... Um, Thanks, everyone, for watching or listening. Um, we will, uh, if you guys want to keep up with the show, uh, follow me at Hunter's Hub Pod on Twitter. Uh, and, of course, join the Discord as well. Um, so that's where Sasha and Morg are, if you guys want to interact with them. Or me. I'm on there quite a bit. You you can even get my elusive brother, Chauncey, on the Discord, because he, he is a fellow moderator and watches it for people doing bad things sometimes. We haven't had in a long time. Although there was some messages that were unexplained. Uh, I figured Ace or someone would would question it, but it was actually one of our friends who just didn't feel like, you know, talking in text. He was just showing us pictures of his trailer he's making on the general chat. It's like, oh, okay, cool. We were talking in the voice chat because uh, he popped in and he showed me the pictures. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to follow Ace... At Ace Badger Gaming on Twitter, uh, could find a variety of things between gaming, politics, anger, oh, yeah. anger, ranting at the Everse. Yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah, I'm just a grab bag of various topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're mostly going to be... find Monster Hunter stuff on mine. That's about what I do lately. Yeah, I also might be uh, getting canvas print version of the uh, Sunbreak load screen. Oh, we'll yeah, the scroll. Yeah, the side scroll. Because people finally put that together. I was now, waiting on it because I got one for Rise. I've seen one that is the shortened version that doesn't have Geismagorm. Are you getting the one with the Geismagorm on it or no? Um, I have the full screenshot with, with it, with the Malzino destroying the kingdom and the guys Mogorm at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, though in the, this, this screen is a lot longer mm-hmm. than the rise one. Um, so the challenge that I face now is that because it's so long, I have to split it into two canvas prints. Oh, okay. Um, but you're still getting the whole picture. So, yeah, essentially. I just need to be careful about lining it up because, uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Garingalm is like pretty much right smack in the middle of it. Yeah, I could. So s- I could see how that would be with trying to do it on the on difficult. the site. It's kind of difficult to line it up have exactly you, with her. Have you how he seen is. the the playmat that I have? So. You know, magic and that kind of stuff, right? 
um, I have a uh, a playmat that I got with uh, Aphelus Cosme, you know, the, the artist. With his permission, uh-huh. I made a, a, a card playmat out of his stuff. Have you seen that picture? Because I had spliced it together out of his work. I don't think so. I'm going to put this in the general. I have a uh, Magic the Gathering playmat that is uh, Batman underwater on top of a shark about to stab it with a uh, lightsaber. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because I was like, that seems like that seems like my style for Magic the Gathering. Let's do it. Yeah. Mine, I call it, I, I call it Wooberg and Monster Hunter because Wooberg is the order of magic, uh, white, blue, black, red, green. So, and I specifically got, yes. got his permission to do that. And he actually gave me the high res versions to do that. So it's got his signature like at the it. bottom, right? And that mm-hmm. is my playmat that I use for magic and that kind of stuff. So, I like it. There we go. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in, and um, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.